Hi, it's Christine, and you are listening to Christine's Voice, the podcast. Hi, everyone. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the podcast. And if you are coming back for this week's episode, thank you for always tuning in. Perfect attendance ka na! So guys, get some snacks, grab your coffee, and let's start this week's episode. Alright, today's topic is a bit different and a bit more serious than the other ones. Because the first two ones na we um, already did are just Q&A from the internet that I searched for the first episode. And the second one is we tried answering the questions from Bilibiling Pilipinas 2019. Those two episodes were exciting. If you haven't heard it, please search the podcast. It's very open for you guys. I suggest you also try to answer the questions by yourselves. Exciting you. <laughs> anyway, so today, as I said, it's a bit different because we're gonna talk about social media. The other day, I was talking with my sister and... I don't know, whenever we talk, we end up discussing what's up with our lives and what goes on in our minds. And sometimes we just end up discussing about our observations of the world. So sometimes it gets deep, sometimes we argue a lot. But the conversation we had recently was focused on social media and how we use social media in our lives today. When we were growing up, the internet was not yet as easily accessible. Unlike for the kids today, you can just have your own phone and browse the internet all you want 24 hours a day. More so if you have a very good internet connection, you can just watch TV series or movies online. It's an unlimited number of possibilities for you. Um, we have our share of positive and negative comments about social media, which we will also be talking about today. So that's exciting. That's a brief introduction to what we will be talking about today. How I wish I can ask my sister to join me in this podcast, but I think she's not yet ready for it. I don't know, we'll make this a very casual conversation. I just want to feel as if I'm talking to someone out there, especially those who feel that, you know, they have no one to connect to, no friend to hear them out. And it's not just about social media, but we will also be tackling about mental health in general. I'm no expert. I'm just going to share with you things I think about and my opinions. I'm just here as a friend for those who need advice in terms of social media and mental health. Let's get started. I think this is very exciting because for many reasons, this is what's in at the moment. And as I said, as someone who grew up without the internet or without the big of an impact that the internet has nowadays, social media for me is sometimes good and it's sometimes bad so before recording this podcast i did a couple of internet searches related to social media but prior to making my research i have this habit of stimulating my brain and really coming up with my own um, connections to the topic that we will be discussing and i made an idea board wherein i wrote social media at the top and listed down all of the keywords, all of the things that pop up in my mind 
that is related or associated or can be a part or a result of social media. And I have a lot of different things here. I will try to discuss them one by one. And I'm no psychologist. And as I said, we will just be talking about it like a friend or like someone you can talk to. So I did my basic research and I have been wondering, social media, I think, tends to disconnect people more than connect one another. I mean, there is a positive to it. For example, you have friends whom you haven't seen for years and you wanted to connect with that person. The only thing to do that now is social media through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and whatever social media sites we have because no one would try to invest time and energy in finding someone on the other side of the world or wherever part of the world manually like the, the manual labor it's not something that we would try to do nowadays and the easiest way for us to find someone or to find mutual friends or maybe acquaintances that you know we want to be friends with is through social media i think it's a big platform that there are such things as influencers nowadays there are good influencers the ones that really give you unbiased and their unplugged versions of things like reviews or maybe recommendations and sometimes they also share experiences that are unique to them that can be helpful to other people and that's i think very helpful there are some situations that are you know specific to us particularly when it comes to you know life experiences there are some things in life that can be learned by um hearing the experiences of other people and what they have to say about it you know i, I don't want to experience falling from a cliff to know that falling from a cliff would harm me so those are some of the things that i try to get from the reviews or the influencers that are out there so they do also some good things but the negative side of it we will tackle later on so that's that uh, according to re recent studies there is a new study which concludes that there is in fact the negative effects on well-being primarily on um, depression and loneliness and this study was published in the journal of social and clinical psychology so this is from Healthline. I'm just reading some of the stuff. So the premise is there are two groups. There are two sample sets. And these two groups, these samples, are... Um, the first group was asked to use social media as they usually do. These are the social media users that are more active than the others. In the other group, they have restrictions. They didn't use social media as much as the first group. And the conclusions found was that those who use less social media are actually less depressed and less lonely. So, meaning that the decrease in use of social media can have positive impact in one's well-being. So, this is from the actual interview from Jordan Young, a co-author of the paper and a senior at the University of Pennsylvania. If this is so, we really have to be mindful of how social media affects our lives, especially our mental health. So that was the study that was most recently published. What can I say about it? The number of social media users are more concentrated on the young people. 
And this is why I've heard it from a few weeks ago that there is a significant number of young people more prone to being depressed and being concerned about their mental health. And as I keep saying in the previous episodes that we had, I think social media has this tendency to disconnect people because we can easily talk to people online. There is no more need for us to go out and meet people in person. We are humans. We need social interaction and not just social interaction through um, phone screens, your monitors, your computers. There is a need for us to go out and actually meet people in person because this is also part of our social well-being. This is how we naturally converse with others. So there is that disconnect when you don't anymore want to meet people outside of your house and just connect with them through your phone or your computer. I don't mean to say that everyone is like that because if you are living on the other side of the world and the only connection that you have is on the internet and as long as you keep in touch, you communicate, that I think is still a good use of social media. Or even email, you know, email as simple as an email. Send your friend an email. If you get a response, then that's the form of communication that you've taken for your relationship. With this, we are going to talk about why. I mean, why is social media more and more linked to depression or loneliness? One thing that I noticed, even I am guilty of this, as humans... We are constantly in need of validation from other people. Maybe because we are social beings, the fact that other people comment or like on your post, you get some sort of feedback, you get some sort of validation from others, gives you a boost of confidence. And I'm not saying this is all true for everyone, but I think that's one of the things that allow people, you know, to feel good about themselves because the the confidence boost comes from a simple tap or a simple click that is you know likes or hearts and if for example one is convinced that what he or she has posted is something that is worth more than 10 likes for example then there's this feeling of not being able to meet other people's standards and for some reason i did feel a little like this when i was younger when i was using social media much much younger i think in during the time of friendster or multiply because i have i keep on adding friends on friendster but i know that not everyone of my friends have access to the internet and i always look forward to receiving friend requests and accepting friend requests to see who's who like Sino sa kaimigan ko yung nag-add sa akin? And sino sa hindi ko directly nakakausap ang nag-add sa akin? So there's this element of excitement and surprise. Who's who? Because everything's new. And back then, during those earlier um, social media sites, since it's more difficult to access, we value more the, the time and the activities that we did whilst we were online. And... I don't know. I just have that feeling. I just have that feedback from when it was not that easy to access. And nowadays, my sister and I were talking about it. 
social media becomes toxic whenever we try to keep up with other people whenever we try to compare ourselves constantly with other people because you know people always show you the updates of their life but these updates are more or less inclined to be good news and positive sides of their everyday life i don't think we are always in a positive you know good mood but despite this kind of situation whenever we turn on our social media sites we see that oh there's still so much more from other people why am i not having this or that and that constant comparison is toxic <laughs> you know sometimes we are not aware of it sometimes we realize it once it hits us and for me there are moments like that but i view it as something that i should correct from myself my point of view kasi yung mga tao naman they just upload things online actually they upload everything but ang mga tao they just upload whatever it is that they think is you know good and and positive and happy and they upload it online more or less the the idea is people always show their positive side on social media and ako noon i always end up thinking na maybe there's something missing within me that i have not reached this certain point in my life just because i saw someone post something good and once i try to you know be mindful of what i think and what i feel i start to realize na i i shouldn't have compared myself to other people because we are not in that same situation hindi kami parehas na pinagdadaanan hindi kami parehas ng gustong mangyari hindi kami parehas ng pananaw sa buhay and the thing is if you keep comparing yourself with other people you lose yourself in the process I came to a point na I don't really know if I'm happy with the social media sites I'm in and I don't want to leave social media because I feel that if I leave or deactivate my social media for Facebook for example there's a sense na um I let myself be consumed by what I'm feeling and I don't want to also negate my feelings because those are my feelings. At that time, I just try to accept that this is what I feel at the moment. It's not good because I am happy for other people, but I try to reflect their achievements on myself, thinking na I should have been this, I should have done that. And I always feel that I'm coming up short. I cannot compare, I cannot measure up. So that's where the negativity comes in. And if we keep on feeling or thinking that we are not enough, again, we lose ourselves in the process. And eventually, ahabulin tayo We will eventually stop being ourselves and just try to do our best to be someone else's achievements and in the process if you keep on looking outwards and comparing and comparing and compare yourselves with other people the tendency is at the end we will not anymore benefit from social media i think that's the point i'm trying to make and at this day and age of 
advancements in technology and the internet, we can, you know, people can easily edit, manipulate information, things, pictures, videos online. And if we are not the netizens that are critical in what we see, simple things will make us believe that things happen in the world. Not everyone is authentic online. And the reason for it, I think, is that there is this pride that needs to be lifted to catch up with other people. These are just my opinions. And I read this, the fear of missing out or FOMO, F-O-M-O, is another mental health effect that is strongly linked to social media. Hi everyone! I hope you are enjoying this week's podcast episode and I do invite you to like my Instagram page that's Christine's Voice the Podcast to get to know more about updates on our upcoming episodes. Thank you and I hope you have a great day wherever you are in the world. Whenever we see friends online posting about their most recent travels or adventures and we look into ourselves and we are in a cubicle or in a desk in an office from you know eight hours every day and without even enough rest and without even enough number of vacation leaves we will really as in instantaneously succumb to that feeling of you know jealousy in a way jealousy or even the unlimited loop of self-comparison and I mean, there are other factors that should be considered. Like, other people will have different social status. So, maybe that person prioritizes his or her travels. So, it's not something that we need to control. These are other people's lives. So, the problem is now, we fear that we are missing out in our lives because we are stuck in our situation that we no longer want. So... Again, the problem is still within us. And this FOMO, FOMO talaga siya. Yeah. This FOMO experience, it's more on what might have been as Dr. Amy Somerville of the um, psychology department of Miami University in Ohio has said that this FOMO has really large impacts on our well-being. Because we no longer feel contented with who we are. And we just have to do whatever it takes to be more. You know, it's toxic. It's really, (laughs) I don't, I really feel it's not helpful for anyone. Especially for the younger, younger generation. I am not saying that I'm super old. (laughs) But the younger generations, they have no means of learning about these things except for you know the the typical ICT classes in school but how do you deal with the social aspect of social media of the internet of these kinds of things and if you do not have proper guidance and you are this young young person still learning more about yourself still learning more about life you will be so overwhelmed. You would not know what to do and how to respond. And I think this is where also I'd like to connect the issue of you know, young people being lured through social media sites. That there are 
um, crimes actually happening. And it's not just young people, even the older generations. I have recently watched on the news about the scam, the pyramiding scams that were done through Facebook. Imagine if you are, you know, that someone who can easily be convinced to invest your money in social media groups without even knowing who that person is that you're talking to and is this a legitimate investing program or is this a um, BSP approved body hindi ko minsan maintindihan paano sila biglang naniniwala sa ganito kung yung isang tao hindi nila nakita, hindi pa nila nakikilala, hindi nila alam kung saan nakatira, hindi nila alam kung legit, kung nasan ba yan, saan operation yan. And I don't know if people are just too trusting of other people. But when I was young, we were, we were told not to talk to strangers. And at this time, social media has given you this whole new world of strangers where you will feel connected but there are dangers that you need to also account for and nakakalungkot yung mga balita about young girls or young boys that are victims of social media meetings that turned horrid or even yung yung mga nagnanakaw ng pera even yung online shopping is something that i am always cautious of yung tipong you deposit your money ahead of time and waiting for your products to be delivered but in the end your purchase is just a scam you know money is something that we earn but we worked hard for it and to just lose it online to someone we do not even know medyo masakit sa puso so yun yung isa sa mga hindi ko hindi ko talaga ma-gets kung bakit nangyayari siguro in a way there should be sessions where we teach kids about how to use social media responsibly and how to react and you know handle themselves in such situations we no longer know what's real or what's not real kapag screen lang yan so we really have to be critical about what we see online it irks me all the time kapag may nakikita kang ganun kasi my initial reaction would be bakit paano ano nangyari anong sinabi at nakuha ka ng ganun so i cannot blame them because i believe that there are certain tactics used or maybe there is a mutual connection that is applied or maybe there is truth to whatever program that there that there was but eventually that truth just became a pyramid scam so i will not put judgment on them I'm just saying i cannot really fathom how they would now move on with their lives because social media will just get bigger and as much as we want to disconnect may mga bagay na nandiyan na siya eh. i very much like the recent deped proposal to avoid the use of social media in getting students grades I know of this a few years ago because people will start messaging you saying that please like this photo, tag us, like this, like that, so, so that we can get this grade. I mean, if it's a competition, it's a competition. You really have to ask your friends to put 
or add likes to your page. But if it's your grades, I don't think I would survive if I had to put my work out there or if my, my project out there, group project out there, and ask a lot of people, each and every one of the people I know, to like my work. Because what if they don't like the work? It's not something I can control and it, it's not something I want to control. I want them to like my work because they like my work. And asking them for a like just so I can have good grades, um, medyo para sa akin, it's not a good measure of your grade. Maybe it worked for other people, but I, I agree with DepEd. DepEd proposal not to use social media for such projects. Because the tendency will be the teacher to just look at the likes. And the negative side of it is the students will have that constant need for validation. Bakit? If you are satisfied with your work and you know that you did your best and you know that your work is something that complies with the requirements and the standards of the teachers to get good grades, why do you have to set that standard to how many likes you have online? You don't even know those people. And what my sister was saying a few days ago is that, why do I need to upload my work for other people to see if those other people will not give me a grade anyway? So, bakit, bakit nga ba? Because <laughs> there are some things, especially when it comes to your work or your projects or your grades, that you do not want other people to know. And as a student, I have that kind of experience i don't even get to see my grades and because of that i just have to do my best at every subject i even had this thing before because i cannot see my grades i have to manually jot down the scores of my friends and my classmates in every test on every subject so that i am aware how i fare because I was in the honor roll, so I am, I just don't know my grades for each subject. But I was in an honor roll, so I wanted to know if I'm still doing good job at some of the subjects. So if I cannot see my grade, I have to do whatever ways that I can to find out my status in the honor roll. So that was that. And before, I was already so happy to see my teacher's my group mates appreciate the work that I do. And that's enough. I don't need them to like it if they don't like it. But now the constant need to validate it through hearts and likes and whatever reactions you have, medyo nakakapagod ata yun. I don't want to live like the young people nowadays. I don't want to be in need of constant likes. I mean, it's a good thing, but to always feel the need for someone to like it so that you can have this grade well i think it's also the same with with the older people like if you are in a need of constant validation by having likes and heart just so you can monetize your stuff medyo i mean i'm not against it but if you are the type of person that takes it also personally it will definitely have a negative impact on your well-being so that's a, a no-no for me. Isa pang nakakalungkot din, how do I phrase this? Um, relating to the schools and the project is yung the students are no longer motivated to do their research. 
I don't know, maybe they get distracted because once they open their um, search engines, there's a temptation to go on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. But in a way, I think if you can maximize the social media sites, if you can use Google, for example, to get more research about whatever topic you are working on, that's something that you can use to your advantage. But if you are a teenager who just keeps on getting distracted and not anymore focusing on the topic, you not only end up losing focus, you also end up not being able to do the work and... I know it's a domino effect because it just ripples from <laughs> from one source to another. And because in the world of social media, in the world of internet, you can easily have access to different kinds of information. Information that you can use to make your research or make your study better. Even the most simple tips on how to study can also be searched online. So the sad thing is people are not really using social media and internet for that purpose. I'm not saying for all, pero kumbaga sa bata, it becomes a distraction. I used to teach before. I did not have a lot of research topics that I asked my students to submit. But I mean, I did have some because I was teaching basic Nihongo. And I really did want them to study on their own. I, mean, I do supply the lessons and the materials. But apart from that, I want them to study in depth about, you know, the culture aspect of it. And sometimes I feel that the use of social media can be maximized but if you are that person who ends up being distracted you don't get to do that plus i don't know the kids are not anymore thinking about things critically online to the point that they submit (laughs) copy pasted research or maybe sometimes they don't really put sources they plagiarize or the worst thing is they don't do anything at all they just rely on the last minute time that they have once they're in the classroom it's very saddening because i don't know if there's a change in the school system if maybe it's a teaching methods or the grading system or it's just the students or parenting i know there are a lot of factors that can be considered pero yung point is I expect students to produce better research because of the easy access to social media and the internet. And of course, there are still difficulties because even if you find a lot of sources, if you cannot interpret those sources, and if you cannot really collate and summarize them into one coherent form, it's not going to work out for you. But you have to start from the beginning. During my um, school time or my childhood, we really have to go through the encyclopedia, which we still have nowadays. We still have to (laughs) use manual dictionaries. And I really still have to, I remember, I have to search a few things for my subjects. I would always get so annoyed because we don't have good internet access pa sa bahay before. And I would always go to the computer shop. I'd have to travel around um, 15 to 20 minutes just to go to the nearest internet shop, bringing my floppy disk just so I can save whatever topics that we have to um, report the next day. And during that time, I have 
not enough time in the internet shop because I have class. So my class usually ends around 5. So I have to go home. I still have clubs and other student organizations. So I end up spending more time in school than at home. I would go to the internet shop at around 8 and stay there until 10. Just gathering sources because the internet's so slow. And the download speed is just impossible but that was no excuse for me not to turn in my homework and i don't know maybe there are a lot of other factors to be considered when it comes to these kinds of conversations but i'm just saying that there's a big difference from then to now friends if you have suggestions comments or any feedback for me i would love to hear you out just send me an email at christine's voice the podcast at gmail.com or you can just follow my instagram page and send me a message there thank you so yun na nga <laughs> so so and dami na natin na discuss meron tayong schools and how it used to be before and um one more thing is about the trolls it's easy to get an email account and you just have to sign in and sign up and then make sure to remember your password and your login so it's very easy you can have an account in you know less than two minutes or some three minutes and one of the things na hindi ko gusto about these kinds of setup is that people can actually make fake identities online we know about catfishing and which leads also to um, mistaken identities and also impersonating other people stealing other people's pictures and to the point that it invades their privacy it also can be used to um, steal money online hack other people's uh, servers and accounts and sometimes these things they just happen because maybe we are not that careful or people are just curious about other people's lives and sometimes it can happen out of revenge. I don't know the reasons but these kinds of things, these often happen because there are people out there who don't have good intentions. You know, I did watch a lot of documentaries I'm interested in those documentaries about catfishing, scamming online because these are the kinds of stories that will help you become aware of what is going on within social media. I use social media mostly to share some of the things that I like, especially when it comes to movies, dramas, personal experiences, things I want to share, um, dogs, coffee, and whatever. But I use it for the purpose of connecting with other people and also expressing myself but not to the extent of stepping on other people's toes and um nga, trolls the trolls i don't know may pinaglalaban sila hindi ko alam depende kung ano yung gusto nilang side of whatever issue but these trolls as they get into a significant number it just cultivates a lot of hate online this is one of the reasons why I don't have Twitter. I am very into, uh, you know, following other people online just because I want to hear updates about what's going on in their lives. And one of the things that I wanted to get into is Twitter. But whenever I start, you know, considering going into Twitter, I often hear about Twitter wars and I don't like that kind of environment in my life. Or maybe it just happens to those who are so active to the point that they end up bashing other people in pretense of 
their freedom of speech. I mean, we can always use our freedom of speech. I don't have anything against that. But if you are using your freedom of speech to bash, degrade, disrespect other people, you might want to take another look into it. So that's one of the things that I am not a fan of, the trolls. And I cannot say much about it because I don't really know a lot of them. I just happen to see some of those trolls maybe when I go to comment sections. <laughs> and whenever I see them, I just notice that when I click, it's not really their real personality because maybe it's their name or their pictures or it's just nothing there. I get to understand that these are not real people in a sense that these are not the real accounts. In the world of social media, I don't think negativity, hate, bashing will help other people. Kasi yun na nga. Social media is something that affects our mental health. It disconnects us. Disconnects us from ourselves also and from other people in some ways. It affects our self-esteem. It lowers our attention span. If you look at your newsfeed, it's designed for you to scroll more and see more updates. It helps you be fast-paced, but in a way, it makes your attention span less focused on whatever thing that you are looking at. If you add hate and hateful speech and bashing into the mix, it's not anymore good. <laughs> so, and dami ko nang nasabing mga negative sides. And if you add this pa, it just culminates into a bigger, you know, slice of the negative pie. I'm not saying that everything is negative. We are just discussing the negative side of it. I'm just trying to explain to you my side and my thoughts about social media in general. This is as a result of my conversation with my sister a few days ago. And um, I just decided to talk about it because it's something that affects us every day. So let's just go to a more positive side of it. So I just mentioned all of the negative side, but it's not all negative. As I mentioned, the role of influencers has increased tremendously over the years. And you can always relate to these influencers. But you just have to choose <laughs> the experiences that they share. You have to choose which part of their experience you have to learn from. So again, that's good. And also, as I said, easy access to the internet will help you gain um, more access to research or possible research topics. So yon. And this is a time wherein we have to be more critical about what we read or what we watch or what we see on the internet. This is also the time wherein we try to accept different opinions from other people. We are here to connect with them and at the same time to create an environment, a community wherein we would be able to share what we want to share without really denying other people of their own opinions. So it's time to cultivate respect towards other people. We cannot deny that technological advancements such as the internet has helped us in many ways. And it has still a lot of potentials in store. And I'm not a techie person, but for example, this podcast has allowed me to express myself to you and to really just say what I want to say. It is my online voice at the moment. 
I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to you about this. And I don't know what you think about social media, but these are just some of the things that I have discussed with my sister a few days ago. And I just want to share it with you, as I said. And I think we have covered most of the notes that I have written. Oh, yes. Um, content creation in relation to my podcast or podcasting and YouTube. We have more avenues to create content. And with that, we are no longer limited to whatever traditional media platform there is. Because this modern kind of platform allows us to be more creative, to be more resourceful, and to be more confident to put ourselves out there. So that is also a positive for me. So... I just want to read to you some of the notes that I have about social media. Ito yung mga sinulat ko kanina when I was deliberating about the idea board that I was talking about that I wrote social media at the top of the paper. And I just started jotting down notes. So I want to read everything. So under social media, I have depression, mental health, the need to compete, then not knowing oneself enough, then the need to keep up, then what's real and what's pretend influencers content creation trolls fake identities crime the misuse of information disconnect from surroundings we also have black hole of information then we have laziness or slacking off when it comes to research we have monetization which i haven't even tried yet but it's here then we have um, the number of following, which in turn gives access to or voice to the influencers. Then we have the role of vloggers and whatever credibility that they have. And then we have here how to ensure legit advice coming from whatever vlogger. Because recently I have watched a documentary about um, health vloggers. And these health vloggers or health and lifestyle bloggers. And these bloggers are um, recommending nutrition, diets, and whatever. And they're not even qualified for it. It's far-fetched kasi yung iba nilang ideas. Like saying calcium is bad for you. And you know, I don't want... <laughs> I don't want to say more about it, but calcium is good for your bones. And next, <laughs> move forward. Um, we have here um, self-esteem. And then school projects, the likes for the grades. This is what we've discussed. Then an alternative to news reporting, so media. And then fake news or fake information. Then critical thinking and phishing. Then I connected it to online currencies or financing. And then virtual realities, which has a lot more potential. And then I have here a world of pretend and make-believe. And then an issue about security and privacy. So those are the things that I wrote. And we are coming into the end of this podcast session. And again, this is just what I think. This is just the result of whatever conversation I've had. I just want to share it with you. And um, think of it as kadaldalan ming friend <laughs> So, I know you guys have your own sides to it. I'd love to hear what you'd have to say. 
And we may not agree with some of the things that I said and some of the things that you have. And that's okay. I'm not here to control your thoughts. I'm not here to control whatever opinions you have. Again, this is the time to let our differences be accepted. So again, guys, thank you so much for listening. I am still new to this kind of podcasting, but I'm quite enjoying it. And I hope you do enjoy this as well. I have been gathering topics for my next podcast. I have a lot more. And now you can just have this impression. And I have a lot of things to say. And it's good that I have found a medium for it. If you don't like it, it's okay. If you like it, just be sure to drop by. Let me know. I'd appreciate whatever feedback you'd give me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you guys are having a good day wherever you are. All right. That's it. This is Christine. See you again next time, guys. Talk soon.